Soki Radio Live number 85 tonight is October 19th, 2019. It is October guest with staff and supporters. We are joined by a couple of our regulars, DMJ and Nano. But we also have a few other folks with us tonight. Allow me to introduce uh, or welcome back to the station uh, General Kuman, who will be going by uh, General Sane this time around. Hello. Be here, Lunar. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, uh, we also have Wanamingo. I think. Have you been on the station before? Like once before? Yes. Hello. I've been here like about a year ago, and I'm back again this year. Oh, well, thank you. Back. And then we also have Flat, who looks like is muted, but uh, hello there. Yeah, yeah, I'm muted, but hello everyone. Cool. So the gang's all here. It is October guest. We've invited a few of our guests from, uh, well, a few of our supporters, I suppose, um, for Gensoki Radio and LSM. So, yeah, we're all here. It is live number 85. And if you want to join uh, other conversation that's going on in the background, we are on Discord at discord.gg gr. We are also simulcasting tonight on youtube.com slash c slash Gensoki Radio. That is our channel link. Um, the more specific link is out there. I'm, if you just go to the URL I just said, then we are here. Hello, everyone. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And over there, it's basically, it's the same exact thing that you'd get on the radio station. You just kind of get this over-the-shoulder view of what my setup looks like here. Uh, the studio side, it's kind of a neat little different way of doing it. Uh, we did a simulcast stream. We actually did a couple of them, I think, uh, about three or four shows ago. But uh, we haven't done it in a while because it's... Um, just hasn't been set up for it, basically. Um, when the semester started, uh, things kind of went 
everywhere and the tech just wasn't set up for it and it's taken us this long to get it back. So here we are. Does uh, it like use extra bandwidth or anything? It does. The thermal casting? Oh yeah, it does. But, but we're, I mean, we're fine. It's, uh, there's not, it's not a, like a video game, so you don't need like super high bandwidth. Uh, this should be fine. I am getting this little thing from YouTube. It's saying the stream's current bitrate is lower than the recommended bitrate. And to that I say, meh, whatever. We're here. Increase bitrate. Please update to uh, YouTube Red. Please go. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you know what? I could see that in the future. YouTube is getting that stingy. Uh-huh. Yes, please. That's consumerism uh, at its finest. I think please, you, you want more bandwidth. Watch three ads. I, oh my gosh! You need to download more RAM. But, I think I uh, told my sister to download more RAM one day. We're broadcasting this radio stream at 1080p. Did they? Uh, did they actually take your advice, uh, General Sane? Unfortunately, <laughs> I do remember her coming in my room after and. Uh, implicated me for a virus that she downloaded thinking that she could get what? more RAM and you know uh, well I told her to stay off computers after that that's malware's you, fun you spoiled the, the the computer experience for them you destroyed her innocence all right I wasn't me that downloaded the RAM that was her that is entirely but you recommended on her. it she wouldn't have had the idea if you hadn't recommended hey you should go to download more RAM in my defense I still didn't hit the download button. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. So, but I'm, maybe she hit the wrong download buttons. Of course, there's the, the giant big download button that doesn't do anything, and tiny little font that says download. And that's what you want. Yep. I I just like those websites that they're like download websites, but they have ads, and the ads know that you're on a download website, so they'll have like download buttons like giant green or blue buttons that say download oh, mm -hmm. it's happened to me before where i'm like i'm going to download this thing from this download site that i trust and then i end up going to this weird this hasn't happened in years because i've learned from it since but like it's it was just so annoying please Man. close this ad to view the video and there are 300 x buttons to close yeah. it or when they hide the x button like just underneath something that's a clickable object so it's kind of like you have to play like like a weird game of you have to get your cursor in just the right spot it's a white x button on the white background oh gosh yeah that's the worst oh my gosh or what's uh what's kind of strange is some websites will have a they'll do like some some deal with uh with like like a theater website for example will have this big blockbuster film that's coming out and on their their web page where they have all the show times and listings and things um they'll have in the background the the, the big like full page advertisement for it basically that sits in the background if you have an ad blocker you can't see that but what ends up happening and this happens to me a lot because like just when I'm trying to, you know, like make a browser window active again or whatever, I'll click somewhere in the background. And if I'm on a site like that that has an ad in the background that I can't see, I'll end up going to that website. And I'm like, what just happened? I didn't mean to go here. <laughs> the rise of the machines. Uh. So we've got a number of things we're going to cover tonight, aside from having. Uh, few guests on we've got of course morning music from the latest comic markets 
I'll also talk a little bit about a couple of things we've been working on station side. Uh, Spectrum is renewal, uh, well, it, uh, the sentence is Project Spectrum renewal in progress. So I guess that's uh, that. But we've also got uh, some other ideas for uh, something that'll warm you up in the cooler months. Yeah, we'll get to more about what that's about later on. And DMJ just it threw a an absolute ton of lists, like games, and uh, I haven't been able to keep up with the number of games that have, have been released this past month because I've just been completely swamped with, well, first and foremost, uh, schoolwork, basically, so. DMJ, that was a good Chewbacca impersonation right there. Yeah. I've been working on my vocals. I've been trying to get that rattle down. Uh-huh. Um, that low rattle. I don't got the low rattle. I got the mids right now. I am going to take classes to get the low rattle because I want to do deathcore, but right now I'm just metalcore. If I were to like give it any semblance, like I want to go Alex ter Terrible low or like CJ Mahan low or Austin Dickey low. That would be great, but uh, uh, I, it, it will take a lot of practice. I have to go lower. Yeah. So, games. First one, big one. Toho 17.5 mm. has been announced. Guys, it's going to be a Tasforo collab and it will be a platformer. This Ooh, has been announced on This will be announced on their on Tasforo's website. Um right now, this is what I've got now. Guys, bear with me. This is based on a very rough Google Translate. <laughs> So we're going to have to just roll with what I written here. <laughs> I, I so like first, I like the first sentence here. Yeah. So first things first, we're gonna be talking. Let's talk about the title first because um, the title is actually really important. It is I unpronounceable. <laughs> so we're just gonna skip the Japanese and we're gonna go down to the Google Translate English version. Eastern Strange Greed Submerged in Hell of Drowning. I don't think that's the English title, but we'll go with it. Um, basically, uh, the story is black water is blowing out of the ground. The water gave off a strange odor. A strange odor and couldn't be removed easily when touched by the body. It was not, not a substitute that could be used as water for daily life. Those who see the black water that springs as evil, those see it as sacred, those see it as scared, uh, those see it as evil, those who see it as a natural disaster, those who see it as economic glory, various speculations, then it becomes a fuss. However, at a certain event, the uh, however, at a certain event, the back of what was floating will be frozen. What is that supposed to mean? I don't know. In the, in the spring water for drinking in a beautiful clear stream in hot springs in a place of relaxation, black water begins to spring out of regardless of location. So basically, let me just tell you straight up, guys, what the story is, because that was I don't know. Kidsokyo has discovered oil. Basically, that's that's what I get. Um, yeah. Let's let's let's. Hey. Drill down into this topic a little bit, if you catch my drift. Oh, black water okay. uh, nice. that cannot be—it it gives off a strange odor and cannot be easily removed. 
uh, from, from the body or the skin. Uh, and it can't be used as a substitute for water. So it's not... It's like, oil. It's not black water, it's oil. It's, it's oil. Yeah. Or yeah. sewage. Now, so why do we have oil in Gensokyo? Um, because America trend. needs to invade oh. another country. No, <laughs> is not oh, a country. It, this Guys, this is going to be a... I, I, okay, I'm going to kill you my theory. This is not going to be a Toho game. This is an Arma DLC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Cloud oh, Peace God. is going to be flying a golden A-10 Warthog to go liberate and spread freedom amongst Gensokyo. <laughs> this is how I'm going to put it. That's oh. how I see it. Okay. I can see the A-10, like, just decked out in a Moria Shrine livery. <laughs> yes. Moria Shrine Burr. is somehow going to produce an A-10, and the Kappas are going to pay for it and help no. them. The Kappas? No, don't even, <laughs> no, please. Now, I do have a theory. I do have a, a legit theory. I do believe this is part of the Moria Shrine conspiracy. I don't know what yet, where I need to see more details, but I... I think it might still stem from the events of 12. So it has to. Yeah. So um, let me give you a little bit of the rundown of some of the things. First things first, genre. This is my favorite. I don't know this again. Google Translate, guys. Horizontal barrage water action is the genre. <laughs> I'm pretty water? sure. Barrage. barrage water action. Okay, so any, in my mind, anytime, this is an avatar sequel. <laughs> anytime the word <laughs> barrage shows up when you try to translate from this, it probably means Don Mako. Yes. But in my brain, the Fire Nation has also attacked. Uh -huh. well, have you so, ever wanted to be a submarine? This and, is your chance right now. And I'm going to drop the Google translated version of the website into general chat for everybody to see. Uh-huh. Yes. Decipher this for us, if you will. So you guys can also see the screenshots because the screenshots are pretty telling. Um, Kogasa, so far, characters I see, Kogasa, Rimu, and Marissa. Those are the ones I see in the screenshots, and that's it. Okay. So, um, again, horizontal barrage water action. Take it as you will. <laughs> don't know what that is system specs what game will be a single player game no multiplayer hmm. which is why everybody is speculating that this will be a platformer okay, because if you take it if you think about it taskfro also made super uh super marissa land and megamari which were both great platformers so nice. uh this will be excellent uh requires uh, windows 7 or higher yeah uh we'll, we'll get back to that just after yep. this here we've got uh, a couple of songs coming up here one from it's not flat frog what am i looking at here uh hatsunetsu miko's dance with wolves from the album of the same name and after that is another song from egoistic flame east new sound brings about that one both of these kind of in the spirit of you know october month and the halloween stuff that's going on so let's get into this first one here and we'll be right back in a little bit and get to security live number 85.
This is Gensokyo Radio Live number 85 tonight with our regulars and our guests. Welcome back, everyone. Let's talk oh. about oil. Hold on one second. My, my dad just texted me their scallops upstairs, so I'm letting him know. Don't oh. Okay, so right. <laughs> let me let me first talk about the oil thing because the oil thing, and we were just, if you guys haven't caught up with general chat or not in general chat, you need to get in that, get on our Discord. Discord.gg.gr. There we go. LTT style plug. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, if you guys don't know how Gensokyo works, anything that is forgotten in the outer world makes its way into Gensokyo at some point. Not, like flip phones. not Yeah. And like a good example of this is flip phones. Notice that there are flip phones in Gensokyo, but no smartphones. Now well, that makes sense. Exactly. So, mm, DMJ, where the could current, you be going with this? The current theory that everybody is kind of shooting around is that the outer world went renewable. Like the energy source that we went is went completely new oh. renewable. And that, um, you know, everybody finally got together and was just like, hey, let's not kill the planet. And now we sent all of that bad oil to Gensokyo. So we're slowly killing Gensokyo. <laughs> Notice. Don't burn it. Right? Right? I can see it already. Gensokyo's gonna declare war on each other over the oil. And and, I, and people are also saying, you know, oh, well, there's muskets at Gensokyo. You have to also take into consideration that everybody in, like, at least the major characters in Gensokyo has been to the lunar surface at least a couple times. And it is official in canon that at least the Lunarians are rocking some World War One, World War Two bolt actions. So they got something more than just muskets, because um, they are. Because if the Lunarians invade, dude, firepower is gonna be like the humans are gonna be just rocking some sweet, like ancient-looking SMLEs. <laughs> so. <laughs> Let me let me walk this back because the translation page and some of the stuff that uh, Astro Ninja was posting earlier, which, by the way, thank you so much for that. I needed this. Uh, confirmed characters right now, as it stands, were Rimu, Marissa, Kogasa, and Yugi. So they are going to be in the game. Now there is a. This came out uh, October sixth. The trial version did. So stage one is already out. You guys can play it. Mm. Uh, there, uh, there might be a translation up on the Toho Patch Center. I'm not 100% on that one. If somebody can confirm that for me, I haven't had time to look. But from what some people are telling me in general chat, is it seems like it's a horror. It's got like a horror element to it. Like it seems like it's a very much darker story. Um, which makes me kind of excited for this because I kind of want to see what a Toho horror game would play out. It's not a darker story uh, because of the oil, is it? <laughs> I was going to say that. Boom! So let, me, let me get to system specs because these are, I think, are a little bit important because there's a lot of uh, uh, really neat things in mm -hmm. here. First okay. things first, uh, game is single player and single player only, no multiplayer, which is, I don't think that has been a thing in any Task for O game that has been officially released, correct? Every single one of them had some sort of multiplayer. For Tassifro, I can't recall any game that hasn't had two-player, I, I don't think. Uh, are you 
uh, with an official title. Official. Right? Yeah, an official title. Right. Because they've Because I know for I know Meg Megamari and yeah. New Super Mercy World. And I apologize for interrupting, but I haven't really heard about Tasfro. Could you give me a, a quick general um, info about what they do and who? They uh, Tasfro is this uh, company that Zun tends to partner with. They do a lot of do, uh, doujinshi games, uh, but Zun has actually uh, partnered with them several times to make actual official games. Uh, most notably, the games that don't fall within the Donmaku genre, uh, the fighters, more specifically, have been all Tasfro. So, uh, but they're also known for Mega Mari and new in Super Marissa Land and New Super Marissa Land. Um, okay, so which, basically, when they do release stuff, they you know Toku was done to make sure that they they are what he would want them to be. Yeah, and he's done a lot of work with them, so I trust Tasfro with an official release, especially since the fighters; those were well done. Yeah, um, it's important to note that they were behind Soku, and Soku's yeah. still got quite a big follow. follow. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, Soku's gold standard in fighters for me. <laughs> um, so again, single player only. Uh, will not have Windows XP support. It will only support Windows Seven and higher. Um, which is also interesting because I don't think they actually had any Windows 8 support up until this point. You would have to run it in compatibility mode, but I think this game will run on all uh, 8.x releases. They're, <laughs> they're getting there. Slowly, uh, but they're Will require there. 100 megabytes of space. They say an SSD might be preferred. Um, <laughs> okay. For what I don't know why, I mean, but I would assume... Right. I mean, that's, that's cool and all, but DMJ, like, compare that to your... Games that require like ludicrous fifty gigabytes of of space and. Um. I'm gonna I'm, hold on. I have I have a small little bone to pick with Call of Duty. One because of all the stuff that happened with Activision Blizzard, but two, 175 gigs. And how well, much of that no do you way. think is gonna be available on launch? No wait, no hold on. 75 gigs is probably gonna be DLC. Yeah, they said that that's DLC, but 175 gigs is gross to me. Like, uh, there's a reason. What the heck? That's just, just content. I don't know. I don't know. The new Modern Warfare is like that. So I'm just like, I'm staying away from it because my space is at a premium. So here's the other thing. If you have a computer in which all the components were built after 2010, you will run this game. <laughs> I mean, it runs DirectX 11. It requires only 2.2 gigahertz to run. I mean, but here's the kicker. And this is the part I don't get. It says it requires at minimum a 2080 by 720 screen. Hmm. And I don't, I can't remember, like, Tesfro games have normally been in widescreen format, correct? Um, so, well, the more recent ones, yes. Not, yeah, the more recent ones, but I'm wondering if that's going to be the norm where we won't be able to go to 800 by 600 anymore. I think it is going to be the norm moving here on out. DMJ, when's the last time you like even laid eyes on a non-widescreen format monitor in a store? CSGO. That, oh, that wasn't, in a store. That, okay. that wasn't the question. <laughs> yeah, CSGO. When I play CSGO, it's 800 by 600. Okay. Um, gotta get those flick headshots. Yeah, you gotta get those flick headshots. Um, actually, I think I saw one, but it was like specifically designed where like if you need an 800 by 600 inlaid in something you could buy this monitor and just throw it in uh, okay so sure. right. it's the only time i've seen it but i've never seen one actually like 
used as a monitor. Hmm. Um, though I do have an 800 by 600 HD display in my house with built-in speakers. It's um, grody. I got it from my old IT lab. I don't have one that's don't quite like that, but I've my my first flat panel screen, which is actually sitting behind me off uh, camera here, is I think a 1280 by 1024. So, all right. And last thing I want to talk about before we go on off this topic, yeah. the Gohei is as tall as Rimu this time. Yeah, it is finally. full length. It is full length, people. We are now. We can only go up from here. Will it will just supersede her height? It's becoming more and more powerful. It is Even getting stronger. Can't contain it. It cannot. The Gohei cannot be tamed. That Gohei is sentient at this point. There's no doubt about it. It's gonna have a game about itself. Yes. Or like Rebu becomes the Gohei. Oh, the Gohei. More power she gets. More growth. I mean, you're right, basically. That's what it's going to end up being. I mean, it's been used to, like, tame Yokai for how many games now? Almost seven. Yes. And we thought Marissa was a spell thief. It's been collecting power all this time, and so it, it does not have the space it needs more, and so it grows over time, game after game. And uh, only time will tell us what actually happens with the Gohei. I'm pretty sure that someone on the development side of all this knows the meme. The the meme, but also probably has a secret reason for it. I think yeah, it doesn't just happen. Where, it doesn't just yeah, it doesn't just happen by accident. I, I think, think Sun's got Not, a secret plan. Like if it were different sizes and just inconsistent, like like seven was was like shorter than six or whatever you know like and then it grew again and then it got shorter again I was like that would be inconsistent but it's been growing over time um i'm pretty sure they know something that the rest of the world doesn't oh yeah zun's, zun's got a secret about that gohei and we need to pay attention guys yeah. watch the gohei we know something's gonna be up i bet you it's like showing it's displaying like how strong rimu has been getting since six it's gonna be like she's getting just progressively stronger each time. Cause she has been going after crazier and crazier yokai since then. I mean, we're at one we're at the point where she's fighting a Buddhist, uh, like a Buddhist like leader. This is insane. This is getting way too in-depth. And like she's fighting Oni. Start off fighting vampires. Aliens! Work our way up. Aliens. Aliens! She fought aliens, guys. She took on Stanton Freeman's enemy. Is that, is that in Gensokyo? Stanton Freeman? Has it been I assume so. Has Somebody said Stanton Freeman. Enough to be in Gensokyo. Well, let's see. Uh, Stanton Freeman did die this year. Okay. Well, Rest in peace. Sure. But, but aliens, so I don't think they're, goes. I don't think they are forgotten, but I do subscribe to the idea that aliens are interdimensional beings, so they can exist there, I guess. And our brains can't comprehend it, so that's We're, why New looks the way. I will. This will been, be another topic. It's been so long since one of these like alien rants from DMJ. It's, I don't know if it's refreshing or concerning that the the this line of thought has held for as long as it has. Let me tell you the story about how I, how I am actually write, wanting to write a concept album about the death and destruction of the humanity 
and I'm using Kensokyo and <laughs> interdimensional beings as my vessel. Wait a minute. Don't you, don't you literally don't you literally have a poster in your room that says I want to believe? Yes, I do have that. I do. <laughs> DMJ I want see to this poster. It's um, it's the one that you're thinking of, oh, everyone. It's the one where like the blurry UFO and the. I would take a picture of it, but it's like right by my dresser, which is covered in just junk at the moment. So right. I'm not gonna do this, just because that might require me to get up and actually have to frame them. It would be it would be faster in to just Google. I want to believe. I think, and yeah, it's probably Google. One I of want those, to believe one of those photos. Um. So the uh, one game I want to get onto too uh, quickly, um, there's a Nintendo Switch release uh, in Japan. I got to find it in our notes. Uh, disappeared. Here it is. Uh, Toho Sky Arena Matsuri Climax will be getting a physical edition in Japan on February 27th of next year. Mm-hmm. It will have two editions. It will have a standard edition for 3,900 yen. And for 6,900 yen, you'll get a limited edition, which will include a bonus track DLC. A the Toho Sky Arena finale uh, soundtrack, an art book, and a postcard set. That's a lot. So, if you guys want to get in on that, I would highly recommend it. If you're a Switch user, I have heard good things about the digital release that it runs really good. So check it out. Um, and I don't know if there's going to be a North American release, but I would assume Exceed would be either Exceed. Or, um, I can't remember who else would probably want in on that. But, um, some, one of them are going to probably bring it over. And I would love for limited run games to run it or something. Do a physical release for us here in the U.S. I mean, dude, I would be down on that game. And if that was the case for Toho Sky Arena, bro, I would be holding Fight Nights on here myself. Physical releases? What are those? which is really funny because i get a lot of my news off the toho off the toho reddit if i try to if i try to look for specifically toho stuff that one i actually found on the nintendo switch so kudos to whoever put that up on the on the uh nintendo switch reddit uh then the name of the game for uh those who didn't catch it was toho sky arena matsuri climax which i assume is just the Toho Sky Arena release for the PS4, but it's like the Game of the Year edition. So you get like all the DLC. So yeah, that was that's all the games I put in here with all the details. That's all of them. Can't wait to get my hands. It looked like, yeah, I only put those. It looked like so much I'm more because we had so much information about uh, seventeen point five. Well, because <laughs> the idea, because a lot of people have already played seventeen point five, and so I've been building that one up for so long, like based on a lot of stuff, and I just have not okay. gotten around to okay. looking up translations. But um, uh, I do think that seventeen point five. Uh, I don't know if they released the release date for to- uh, seventeen point five. I only know is there's a trial, but I would assume it would probably be out by next Comic Con. Okay, sounds good. Let's move on to a couple of additional songs here. One from Akatsuki Records that's coming up, and then after that is something from Felt. So we'll uh, do that. We'll be right back here. Just a little bit of Soak Radio Live number 85. 
Tokyo Radio Live number 85 tonight. It is about the halfway point of the show, so let's uh, do something that we normally do, which uh, I didn't realize this is actually going to be kind of tricky for how I set this up, because uh, my screen is off to my right, and the microphone's off to my left, and it's not pointed the right direction, but we'll get there. So, um, once this thing loads up, we've got a bunch of listeners from pretty much everywhere. Jeez. Come on, microphone. You can you can tilt. You can do it. <laughs> um, it doesn't want to swivel that way. All right. Oh, this is fun. Uh, right now we've got people from Argentina, Belgium, Brazil, Canada, France, Germany, Honduras, Indonesia, Japan, Malaysia, Mexico, the Netherlands, Norway, Russia, Slovakia, South Africa, Sweden, the United Kingdom, and the United States. And a bunch of 
folks who have registered. Um, it's always fun to kind of shout out folks on the station here. We've got Applied Arctan, Arthur Dom, Arani, BK, DMJ654, Flats, Bartender, GQ64, Manual3999. Is that a price or just a number? Uh, Metahodos, Nozoner, Sesmog, SpearMKW, Topaz, uh, Wanamingo, Astro Ninja 1, Can't Find Remote, Chris 1, Haruhi Nocturnal, Hazuzumi, Koa 36, Chrono B, Ma, Pat Cookies, The Tiny Boy, Waffle, and Wooman. Thanks everyone for joining us tonight. Uh, it's Okie Ready Live number 85. Uh, it's not just me tonight, we've also got DMJ, Nano, and three of our guests, some of which I just said the names of uh, on the list. Our guests are listening too. Well, yes! Just wanted to hear our voices. Somebody, in, somebody in general just reminded me of, and I ha we have it in the doc. We uh -huh. just have no details, so I pulled the details up for this. Okay. What Toho Cannonball. Yes. So I want to actually talk about this because it is dope. So, from what I can gather, this is literally over two minutes of that research. This is crack research by me. <laughs> um. So essentially, uh, what it is, it's a board game, kind of like I would assume to be kind of like OJ, where the entire idea is to collect cannonballs. Um, oh, and I forgot to mention that this is um, they they uh, uh, that this game is intended for mobile. I could. Why couldn't I not remember the word mobile? Hold on. I'm stroking out, guys. Give me a minute. Cannonball. No, yeah, Cannonball. But I couldn't remember the word mobile. And I, I have to recover for a minute. Um, yes. So, so what's really interesting about this is that uh, the track listing is dope. Like dope, 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 dope. Like I am in for this. So here are the Toho musicians that have participated in Toho Cannonball. Mm -hmm. Atasuki Records, Iosis, East New Sound, A1, Cool and Create, Get in the Ring, Soundholic, Shira Basho, <clears throat> Shekinya, uh, Tenabata, Tamanyosin, Dao Zedong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can, you can, you can. <laughs> you just read the Let me get that oh, south in my mouth. I love this. <laughs> Let me get that south in my mouth. And you refuse to actually say the name of the. <laughs> I will not. I will. I refuse. I will refuse to this day. I will take. You know what? Just to spite you guys, I'm gonna take Japanese classes and deliberately butcher them every day. And then I'll go to Japan and speak properly and I've, be fine. I've, I've never Come had back it. to the states and ruin it. I've never. <laughs> I've never. Shut up! I'm eating rice out of sadness. I've never had all the air escape my lungs in that way. Like what in the world? <laughs> <laughs> All right, as you were, DMJ. No, oh, no, I'm eating rice out of sadness. Can <laughs> you hear me eat this rice? I need to eat because I'm sad. Okay, but you're right hey, though. DMJ, like, can you tell me what those yeah. circles were again? You're right though. Um, no, I'm not starting from the beginning. <laughs> a lot of good circles out there. Um, yeah, um, for a mobile game, that's really cool. Uh, but they also got Tokyo Active Neats, Pizuacell, and Buto Otome. Um, Pizua Cell is specifically interesting to me because I'm pretty sure they they do mostly uh, heavy metal. So, guys, 
get right like this is this is this is a banger of a game. Uh right now I'm and and I'm literally just going off the Toho wiki listing right now. Um that it's a uh, that right now uh it's available well will be available for iOS 7.0 and up and I Android uh as well. I don't know if you will be locked out if you do not have Android Q or not. Because isn't is it Q of Android? You you have to say it again. Is uh Android Q the latest release of Android? Because yeah. I because normally in my head I run I kn- I would know it because they have desserts, but I think Q. Yeah, Q is just, just Q. It's just a letter now, or okay. or a number or something it something like they, that. Yeah, it's just doing the sweets names. So yeah. So um, what's really cool is uh, what's really nice is uh, just going to the Toho uh, wiki page, which I will go ahead and link in general so people can take a look at this. Um, check it out. It's super dope. Uh, it's a gacha game. It's a mobile board gacha game is the genre. So uh, I'm actually I'm going to go check this out right now. I heard that it was region locked though. Is there anything? Yeah, on that? I, it's what I'm. That's what I'm gonna go look now. Um, whether or not it's region locked, because I uh, mean, it should be. I believe it's region locked. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, it's region locked, but I could install it and play it for a bit uh, by using a VPN and install it that, that way. And I'm pretty sure you might also be able to sideload this thing somehow. Yeah, probably. So. I didn't have yeah. any problems. Uh, I just downloaded the APK and well. just loaded it into emulator of choice. Hi, Zara. Hi, Zara. Oh, Zara! Yo, the party has begun. Zara has walked in. Uh, you should uh, totally uh, show me how to set that up because I really want to get in on this. Sure. Um, I'm currently using Mumu. Uh, it's a kind of Chinese emulator that I was using for uh, Girls Frontline. Uh, specifically, I use it because it has a 60 FPS mode. Hmm. Uh, so I just opened up Mumu, dropped the APK right in there, and just booted up. I didn't have any problems connecting to anything. Yeah. It might just be like the game probably isn't region locked, but any locking that might exist is, um, I think, is a store base. Like, storefront. yeah, it, it must be storefront because I Google it. Uh, I've got, oh God, I just said Googled it, man. That's still uh, relevant. I'm 26 years old and I feel like I'm. 50. Uh, um, for one welcome, our new Google overlords. Uh, but uh, I right now went on the Play Store. It's not there. But I don't know if it's region locked or not. If the game is region locked or if it's just store locked. I assume it might be just store locked because of the music. I've been so yeah. I, I looked into this. Um, some of our listeners actually recommended uh, the way that they've gone about trying this out. And only I think just a couple days ago have I been able to, to to try it out myself, and and only just at the very beginning. So I can't really speak to uh, any of the real gameplay or anything. I'm still kind of in tutorial mode, I guess. So yeah, yeah. So it's just, but it's just a dice rolling game, really. I mean, is it like is it like uh is it like OJ? Kind of. It doesn't have it doesn't have a, as elaborate a combat system as OJ does, and the maps are kind of much more generic. Hmm. How many dice are you rolling? That's important. Yeah, uh, one for movement, up to four for combat. Okay. Hmm. So let me put this into perspective. 
I play Shadowrun, so I'm rolling 20 dice at once. Are we getting to that level? No. Okay. No. It's so no 20 like, D6 going on? Really play Shadowrun? It's yeah. like your stereotypical oh. RPG kind of battle stuff. Like, there's no dice rolling for battles until you're battling other players. Yo, yeah, I do play Shadowrun. Hit me up. That stuff is legit. I had like the best netrunner and the like, best. If you're used to OJ, you might am. be a little disappointed because Orange Juice is deceptively deep in its combat mechanics. Deceptively deep? You mean getting seven gold? Yeah, getting seven gold. Or, um, <laughs> or, um playing three cards in a turn to get plus nine just to have reverse attribute field dropped on your head. Or uh, be like me and drop, drop that one card three times that calls you guys to roll one. That's probably the, anyway. yeah. That, then you roll one anyway. I because I remember Lunar screen capping that. That was my best moment in all gaming history. Yeah. Was the, that. Hidden, the hidden effect. The hidden effect of that Delta field is that um the the person who casts it also rolls one like half the time. Yep. And what's really funny about what's re really funny is like I used to play competitive gaming. I used to be part of a quote unquote MLG team for Planet Side Two and. That moment in OJ was the greatest moment in video game history for me. Like, I have done 48-man, like, defenses, coordinating between three clans on several team streaks. Funny, though. But OJ, man. OJ is the, is the jam. And it's like, and for people in chat who don't know what OJ is, orange buy orange. this game. Yeah, we're talking about 100% orange juice. Mm. It is the greatest just, board game. It's just Mario Party, except instead of mini games, you fight each other with like D and D combat mechanics. Yeah, um, just two things you need to know going in. One, the game is like what normally like seven bucks, but always drops down to like fifty nine cents sometimes. Hmm. Uh, it has a ton of DLC. Always, sometimes. Like every always time, there's a set. Every time, guaranteed. If there's some sort of sale, like most of the time, if there's a sale, or orange juice is on sale. But the second thing you need to know, if you play Mary Popo, I will hunt you. I will hunt you down. <laughs> I will hunt you like down and smother you. Mary Popo. What about uh, Starbreaker? What do you think of that? I don't care. Mary Popo is like the the bane of everyone's existence. If you play All right? one of those three or four dedicated um, bully characters, people, everyone will hate you. That's just how it goes. I smother you in your sleep. I will hunt you down and smother you in your sleep. Because I, 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 I up OJ and uh, play Mary Popo. Because, because I remember where where we're all playing. I don't know who was playing Mary Popo. Somebody was playing I Mary think Popo. It was me, because I'm remembering. Was it you or was it Lunar? I can't remember who. I don't generally. But, yeah. So. I was in, me and Lunar, I guess we're in lat, like, like, like we were in first place. Like we were getting ready. Like, okay. It was just between me and him. And then somehow Mary Popo just started like leveling people and just instantly won. Just like came out of nowhere and won. That's why I hate Mary Popo. It's well, like that's the only way Mary Popo wins. For people, for people who don't understand OJ in Fortnite, when they added the mech, that's Mary Popo. Mary Popo is the mech. <laughs> You love it or you hate it. Isn't it just? But there's no in between. Isn't it just like an increased attack stat or something? It's it's um, like an increased attack stat, but like also her special card is like insane too. Yeah, I suppose. What Popo? Yeah. 
Popo's attack is trash. Like Popo's stats are all trash. Uh, yeah, but you can't kill her. But why? Why is yeah, she? she gets high. Why she only gets high health. Uh, she has a uh, she has a special ability that teleports you to the um, to another player and steals her stars. Yep. So the way you win, the way you piss people off, is that you just teleport when they when they come near your house, your home. You just teleport in front of them, steal their stars, and then win with their stars. Yep. And she has a lot of HP, a very low defense and attack, so it takes a little bit to kill her. But yeah. uh, well, you can tell how so much HP. You can tell yep. how often I play Orange Juice. Not very much. Yeah. So that's just yeah. that's just the strat. That's the only thing Popo can do, but it's the one thing that infuriates everyone. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it's evil, <laughs> pure evil. And plus, she's like the smallest character in the game. Like she looks the most innocent. No. Nah. She's she is always she is the Antichrist. Always smiling. Don't don't trust like don't take that at face value. Smile, mm. smile the popo smile you think this is game you think it's the ones game? that are always smiling you have to worry about do you think this is a game so yeah toho cannonball um hopefully i get to check it out sorry you need to hit me up on that stuff so i can try that out at some point i mean um, wife simulator gameplay is not good but wife simulator oh is that what it is basically Ah, uh, gotcha. It's a gotcha game, man. My, uh, my... Ah, gotcha! Does it have the best waifu patchouli in it? It does, it does. Um, my... My character, uh, like... My uh, character greeting is literally, I hate gotcha, why am I here? <laughs> does it have my favorite Tuhu, uh, formidable in there? <laughs> Maybe Mizarra will catch on to what they mean. No, um, that's a funny way of saying, um, that's a, that's a funny way of saying Essex. <laughs> <laughs> She's so cute. Uh, I don't play any of these games, so I really. What, I, just, I don't know what I don't. I'm just here. See, see, like, I don't get this. So, I'm not into mobile gaming, but my girlfriend, she keeps playing, like, this ancient game on her phone. It's like a dress-up game. But it's like a, a dress-up game with RPG elements, and I don't get it. No, it, I can't. I'm trying to remember. Why can't I remember? I think it's like Myroid. I think it's what it's called, Myroid. And she keeps playing that, and I'm just like, I don't understand that. And then she comes over here while I'm playing like Squad or something, or like Guitar Hero, and I like the game looks simple. But like I explained to her like all these deep mechanics and then I look at her screen and she's like, oh yeah, this game's super easy. And it literally looks like, you know, I don't know if people remember World of Warcraft back during the era where people would just add plugins to the World of Warcraft HUD where you could not see the gameplay. That's what it looked like. It looked like an old person with an, with an Internet Explorer taskbar that's half the screen. That's what it looks like. World of Chinese gold miners. And I've probably put more money into that game than she has because I buy the Google Play cards. Why would you do this? Because um, it's a called being in a relationship, Zara. Rip. You gotta make you got you you love them so much. It's okay. That you want to make them happy every day of your life, and sometimes that requires you giving twenty five dollars to the to Google. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> what's love? It's. It's this emotion that you feel, and then sometimes you just look at you look at yourself in the mirror and you just go, "Hmm, yeah, 
I just paid $190 for a controller to be shipped from Japan to be five weeks late because of customs. I am right now staring at a limited edition um, Dragon Quest Eleven slime Nintendo Switch controller, which is the worst controller I've ever seen in my life. It feels like trash. It's like if you take a Hershey's Kiss, turn it upside down, and put a, a DualShock 4 on it. <laughs> like you just put a DualShock 4 layout on our bottom of a Hershey Kiss, and that is what it's playing. Hmm. That's what it plays like. Yeah. That's, that's the blob. The blob. The dragon. Cute, though. It's got a little, like, treasure chest stand. It's awesome. <laughs> I love it. We've got a basically the of that game series. We've got a couple more songs coming around the corner here. One is from Esquaria, Crimson Zeta, uh, Breaking the Red Dawn will be the first one that plays. And after that, going back to 2014, it looks like uh, Limbo from Australia Records. This isn't best. And we'll be uh, talking a little bit about some station goings on after that. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back here in Gensoki Radio number 85.
Gensokyo Radio Live number 85. Back here live on GensokyoRadio.net and also simulcasting on YouTube at uh, Gensokyo Radio. An important part of your balanced breakfast. Yo! It is morning somewhere in the world, uh, actually yeah. in Japan. It's morning over there right now. We know this because we've actually had folks on the show from Japan uh, at the regular time, like this time of day, wherever it is in your part of the world. And uh, yeah, they had to wake up at like seven in the morning or something like that. Chew that omelet. Actually, <laughs> heck, we've experienced that. Um, yeah, you have. What was that? It's, uh, I don't remember. It was in 2017. We did a show live in Japan and we were the ones waking up really early. We actually pushed the show back an hour because we didn't want to wake up that early. <laughs> so, like, yeah. And the jet lag must have been terrible. Well, by that point, we were already there for three weeks, so that wasn't really a thing. So wait a minute. Does that make Kinsokyo Radio live on morning show? In Japan. Do we compete? In Do Japan, we compete with all those radio... It is a morning Sunday. Shows. It is a Sunday morning program in Japan. Bro, we are hey, the we are the cool. Good Morning America for Toho. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> good. And live from America, it's Kinsokyo, the Good Morning Show. Hello. Yeah. So you know, speaking of <clears throat> us, let's uh, talk about some things that have happened over the last month. Uh, a lot of folks pointed out that, uh, so, 
Let me back up. If you don't know, we have a mobile application these days, and we talk about it during these shows sometimes because we like to update people on uh, what things have been going on with it. It's still sort of an ongoing thing. It's out there. You can listen to the station and browse albums and learn about the music and stuff of that sort. Uh, you can even rate songs through the app, which I think is, is awesome because uh, you can log in and all that stuff. But uh, we have also been using it as a way to reach more people around the world by adding translations. So we have some translations that uh, aren't currently in your version of the app if you've got it, but stuff that we have that just needs to be basically the next version of the app will have these. We've got Dutch, Brazilian, Portuguese, and Turkish that we've got uh, within the last uh, month or two. Sometime within that time span, we've received them from volunteer translators, and I don't have their names written in this document right now, but uh, thank you to everyone out there. Um, when it so does there... when it does get published, we, we will credit them accordingly. So, what's up, DMJ? So there's a difference between Brazilian Portuguese and regular Portuguese when it comes to writing? Um, kind of like how there's difference between Canadian French and regular French. Or and but I thought English. they could still converse. Like I don't, I don't sure. know this that well. I mean, I've only taken Spanish. In Britain, they put use in the word color, and we don't over here. So I mean, yeah, but we, but we, we still understand it. Yeah, right. it doesn't I mean didn't that. Know if there was that much of a, <laughs> I didn't know if there was that much of like a difference between the two. I can't say DJ, so but I think we I think one of the other languages is like we have Spanish but it's Argentinian Spanish. So so like we don't have like Mexican Spanish. Um but I think they would still be able to to understand what they're getting at. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know either of these languages, um Spanish or Portuguese, but I think if you don't specifically live in Brazil, but you speak Portuguese, it would still like it. It would still give you Portuguese if that were your preference. So, uh, anyway, so that's a thing. Uh, we also have in progress. Apparently, someone's working on Thai, but I haven't heard them uh, heard back from them in a while. So we'll see where that goes. And also, of course, out there we have a lot of folks who listen from uh, obviously Japan and uh, Korea. Actually, is another big one. So we would uh, love to have volunteers for those two languages um for darn sure if you um are interested or you know someone who might be interested please let them know because we uh would definitely like those two languages in particular um chinese is another good one but uh not surprisingly not quite as uh as needed as as either japanese or korean so so we got that as far as other, you know, like outside of translations for the application, um, we historically, I, I guess like when it was first published publicly, we've been doing about one build per month and we skipped last month and we haven't done one yet this month. Although I think um, probably not this weekend, but next week sometime we'll publish um, the next version or it really update is what it is uh, with these new translations included. And the thing that we've been working on during this time is basically just like, it, it's not really that exciting. It's just, it's refactoring, it's reorganizing code, it's it's trimming the fat, so to speak, and a lot of it is just internal, so. Um, but part of it is also uh, looking into redoing or reorganizing how the media player stuff works. 
um, on the outside, it's not really going to look any different or anything like that, but it should function uh, a little better, uh, like particularly if you are using something like a Bluetooth device. Um, there's There are some quirks right now, you may have noticed, where if you try to listen like through a Bluetooth headset or your car or something like that, you... I think you can you can play the music and you can pause it, but I don't know if if playing it again after that works uh, as intended. Um, switching between Gensoki Radio for listening to, to that and and something else and then going back to it, um, it's not like that's kind of where things get a little fuzzy, and it's really difficult to test for Bluetooth devices because the only thing I can really use is my car, so it's really awkward to like be sitting here at my desk uh, which you can see right now on youtube actually and uh, this is where i code the application and um, then i run upstairs to the to the garage and i sit in my car with my with some test build on my phone and uh see if it works and if it does then great and if it doesn't then i go back here and i like change two two more lines of code or whatever <laughs> repeat until we make progress and it's kind of tedious so that's that's a kind of one of the reasons why it's so difficult to, to code for uh, in that particular thing. Um, ooh, also, uh, I don't know if I wanted to bring this out, but I got it right here anyway, so may as well. Um, some things that people have commented on, and, and you guys can add to this list too if you're listening, uh, if you're in general chat on Discord, if you're one of the guests here uh, in voice chat is uh, people have been looking forward to the ability to favorite songs. Uh, if you, you can rate songs through the app right now, but people have been asking for this for a, quite a while. Uh, just like to add it to a favorites list or some sort of list that you can sort of set aside. Uh, you can go back to look at later and yeah, you know, it's just if, if you wanted to mark a song like, man, I got to figure out what album this is from or where I can pick this up or, or whatever, you know, it's just one of those things that's uh, there for convenience. Uh, we've also got, yeah, uh, notification metadata change with every song. I think it's just kind of, maybe that's a small bug fix. Uh, store links. Oh, so this is kind of a thing that with actually probably the biggest thing that we've worked on not specifically within the app, but just GR in general, is this thing um, that we're just calling store links at this point. Uh, eventually, our goal is to have in the app and probably also on the website, the ability to browse to a particular album and find out what stores you might be able to find the, the, the that particular album in. So right now we've got I think 10 different stores, a lot of them are doujin shops in Japan. Uh, you think of your your Melon Books or your Tsudagaya or your Toro no Ana, um, stuff like that. But you can also find a lot of albums these days on digital platforms like Bandcamp or iTunes or Google Play. So we've got all of that included and basically the we've just put together a backend to make it uh, possible for us to add things like the specific links for where to find those albums, the prices of those albums, at least at the time that we entered that information in, and so on. So the overall goal is to have that just listed on the website, be sort of a, a one-stop shop to to figure out maybe a little bit more than just what tracks are on this, uh, this album or, or who made the album or what artists or whatever, but where can you get it? Uh, and I think that's would be really cool if we can we, we can pull that off. 
the, the first major step is already completed and there are dozens and dozens of links that have been added in the back end. Nothing's been added to the website or the app yet, but that is something we're working on in the background. So let me that, know what By you the think. way, the favorites and the store links tie in very well together. So for example, I love Toho music, but I listen to Gensaki radio because I want to have something you know, to listen to without having to make a playlist. But if I was able to favorite songs, I would be able to later on go and see, you know what, I have favorited three songs and they, all three of them come from the same album. Perhaps I would like to look into acquiring that. And if you have the link to a store where, can I, where I can easily do that without like research or going through all this difficult process of finding out how to get that, it just makes it so much easier and I would be willing to spend money on that. Yeah. So that's kind of the hope. And, you know, obviously you guys in general and elsewhere, let me know what you think. Because that it's a significant effort to add links to what's effectively hundreds, if not thousands of albums. So um, it's something that will be rolled out over time for the just the simple fact that it will take a long time to to go through and add links. And then after we feel like all the links have been added for all the albums, stuff will change over time and things will need to be updated prices will be updated and so on so it's uh it is a long-term thing and it's like i said not front end it's not on the site or the app yet but we are definitely working on it in the back end and uh yeah maybe at some point we'll have the ability for other uh listeners and other fans and stuff to help us out on that front but for now we're kind of keeping it private so but at least now you know that that's something we're working on Potentially, that means you would also need to make profiles for every listener. Well, you you can already make a, an account, so that's not a problem. At the start. Uh, the other thing I have on here, um, potentially song previews. We brought up this idea several shows ago, actually. Uh, it's not particularly a new idea, but uh, song previews would basically just be like if you are browsing to the album page or whatever and you want to hear what the song sounds like in a, in a 20 second clip or whatever uh, without playing the entire song, obviously. Um, that is something that we could do. Um, the reason it, like, we, we brought this up probably more than a year ago and we didn't really pan out because it didn't really sound like anyone was really that interested. But now that we have the app out, I get a lot of comments from, from folks reviewing the app and stuff that basically say something like, I can't figure out how to play songs. And that's, I, I'm a little confused by that because it should be fairly straightforward. It's a radio station, there's a play button, you play, you hit the button and music starts playing. But I think what people are trying to do is they're browsing to an album page, they're clicking on a track, and they're expecting something else, like to be able to play an individual track. And that's not what Gensoki Radio is, where a radio station... Kids these days don't know how radio works. Not an on-demand service. Yeah, so. Um, but to sort of, I guess, uh, what's the word, compromise, somewhere in the middle, we could do song previews. The reason we wouldn't do an on-demand service um, like say Spotify or whatever is because, well, we've been a radio station for the past eight plus years. So what the heck? We would have to go through a bunch of, uh, we would have to go through a bunch of legal legwork and it would probably be a subscription. Yeah. What are the full technicalities behind making it on demand? 
Uh, yeah, that's a great question, and a question that I just don't know the answer to, because we've never looked into making an on-demand service. <laughs> so, there's your answer. At least the one I can give right now. Um, I've got other ideas. Um, none of this is really in the... Well, some of this will be in the works at some point, but... Um, I'm just going to run through this list and you tell me if anything stands out. Uh, we already mentioned song favorites. Um, a personal song rating viewer, if you've rated a song before, be able to view what songs you've rated and what the rating was. Um, <laughs> Go back in and chop off stars if you don't like the song anymore. Yes, I think the caveat actually would be that you couldn't change them, you could just look at what you rated it before. Which could be useful, like kind of in lieu of a, a being able to, to go back and figure out what songs you favorited, maybe go back and figure out what songs you rated five stars or something like that. Um, yeah. And that'd be kind of in addition to the favorites function. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, like, we wouldn't not do that if we did this. Um, uh, but, uh, 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 podcast viewer and player. So we, we don't have dedicated podcasts, but we still have uh, these shows, which after we do this live broadcast, uh, we'll a week later go up on our websites and there you can hit the shows tab you can click on whatever specific type of show so I, for this would be Gensoki Radio Live and then it lists all the different episodes that we've done or well the last 20 or so anyway so you at you can listen to Live 84 after this show if you want or Live number 70 whatever and in a week you'll be able to listen to Live 85 if you maybe missed part of this show uh, like I know a few people did or, or just want to listen to it again afterwards. Um, so, uh, being able to do that through the app, I think, is just sort of an extension of what you can already do through the website. It would make it a little more complete. Uh, let's see, we already mentioned store links. Being able to search for album circles, um, I think, is just sort of the, the next logical step on those pages. Because uh, right now, <clears throat> if you go to the albums page, it just lists, like, in, in a kind of admittedly cool-looking panel, like 50 random albums and you can click on one and it will present information about that album but you can't specifically search for a particular album also fun fact i don't know if any of you kind of thought about this but the album page on the application only lists albums that have album art which at this point should be most of them but it still excludes some albums so if you could search for them then regardless of if they had album art or not they would show up um, same thing for circles. You'd be able to search for a specific circle. All the circles are listed in alphabetical order, but um, the list is kind of long at this point. I think it's like a hundred or something. There's quite a few circles. Um, um, having yeah. artist websites would—it sounds cool, but it would probably be restricted to like Twitter or some kind of universal service, just because, especially once you get once you get down in the uh, down in the rabbit hole, um, you're gonna have a lot of dead links and sites that are just not have not been updated in three or four years yeah we actually have so that was read by uh, one of our listeners on discord uh but we actually do have links for circles and i think someone pointed this out to me a while ago where uh we used to you used to be able to click on the name of a circle or like the the, the circle art or something and clicking on that would take you to that circles website uh, we still have the links, but somehow it has completely escaped uh, me in designing GR7, the current version of the website, um, to re-include those links. So we, 
like we have them they're just not being used at all which is uh hmm whoops i don't think i actually oops. meant to do that yeah yeah i think we did i Good think job. we found something yeah thanks well, someone found something um not that difficult to fix either so um yeah with more stuff being added to the app at some point we would want to go from sort of the bottom navigation bar to more of a sidebar uh, something that you could pull from say the left side of the screen and you have additional options so one of those you know so you would instead of having the now playing artists or i guess artists isn't one but like now playing album circles and settings which are the four buttons at the bottom at this point in time uh, you would have additional things like being able to once again view the songs that you favorited or view the songs that you rated and what um be able to navigate to the podcast uh, section and stuff like that like that needs a home and trying to cram it into the bottom navigation bar is just not gonna work i don't think so um so, now yeah I, I do have a little thing i want to add to that what mm -hmm. about if we're gonna be adding all this stuff to the to the app theoretically yeah um wouldn't you want to add a bar at the bottom kind of like kind of like how youtube mobile has it where if you're watching a video and you decide to browse the rest of youtube it kind of puts the video down on a bottom bar just so that you kind of know what you're listening to and stuff like that yeah and that might be what that turns into um i'm at this point i'm not going to really promise anything because one of the other complaints that we've got is that um, folks who are using the app on some of some devices with smaller screens actually find that the the words for the song information on the now playing page overlap a little bit with the buttons um, so there's just not enough space conversely dmj has complained about the exact opposite thing where there's too much space in between the song information and the buttons it feels like there should be something else there the fact is there are many many different form factors uh, that Android sits on, and it's just not possible to completely the excessive do amount everything. Of space between the buttons and the now playing yeah. is messing with my feng shui. Yeah, well, I'm sorry about that. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> supposedly, there's a way it's like to literally like, that entire conversation I cut out. Like, my, I'll just go. Hey, no. You might cut. Yeah, you did cut out, but that's uh, that's mm -hmm. right. <laughs> Uh, I, I just came back. I, I literally just came back. Like my internet came back, and then Discord disconnected me. Waited like thirty seconds and came back. You sure, yeah. it wasn't an alien invasion taking you away. Oh please, it's don't, the don't skeletons. Get him, don't get him started. It's the skeletons. Least, okay, skeletons. At least it's. it's you hear I'll go you with hear that. I'll go with I am surprised, honestly, that there hasn't been like more skeletons in release the memes into general oh chat my gosh. flood it with skeletons your best dudes bring upon the what what was it the boot the 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 dupe what's that what the new one from uh doom the dupe whatever the dupe specter or whatever where they like an actual character in um doom where it's like it's got like trumpets on its shoulders and it shoots a trumpet so good. Yeah, and, and like I mentioned, like uh, the stuff on this this second list is more of an idea set where a lot of these things I think will eventually be incorporated. But this is longer term stuff, so like don't expect it to pop up overnight. Um, just a few other things on here. 
uh, yeah, some way to access the sidebar, I think it's obvious, uh, an ability to remove from the favorites list. Now that's something that people might not just assume would automatically be a thing, but if you have a way to add something, you also need to program a way to remove it. So make sure that that's in there as well. And last but not least, the GR store section because we do have a store section on our website where you can get a couple of different t-shirts designs. We have coffee mugs, we have stickers. And uh, in our next break here, we'll talk about something else that we hope to add to the store in uh, the not too distant future. And maybe we can get your opinion on, on some thoughts and ideas that we've had. Uh, so yeah, I think it's a good turning point. Let's uh, plug into the next couple of songs here. We'll be back in just a little bit. Speaking of, uh, Alpha Bit is Angry the next song. Got from Ironic uh, Relation is the album, and after that is something from Crazy Beats. So we'll be back here a little bit on Consoke Radio Live number 85.
It's Gonzoki Radio Live number 85. Once again, bringing back a bunch of people here. We've got four hosts, three guests, and a lot of things to talk about for the next, uh, well, okay, maybe not a lot of things to talk about, but we're uh, going to wrap things up a little bit with an idea that we have been tossing around for literally years, and that is the idea of adding a particular item to the shop. Um, I think it'd be really cool to have hoodies. What do you think? Bro, get me in. I want hoodies. I want beanies. I You give me a GR beanie right now. That <laughs> would be my like, winner look. I actually, it is literally gotten cold enough around here. Well, I have to figure out what to wear on my head. And I can't find a hat I agree with. Not even my brown man hat, which has been my go-to. I just, I, I need a new one. Like, it's either going to be that or, like, a super stretched out face of some N64 character nobody oh, knows. gosh. Like, I, it's either got to be a GR, GR brand or something gaudy. Just get, like, I was, this obnoxious, like, Yoshi hat or something. Bro, you just gave me the best idea. <laughs> See, a stretched out version of the Lunar Lamp. No. How about every, that? Well, yes. That's, that's a hat yes. Name, so. You know what? Lunar Lamp beanie. Hold on. I need to get, I have never gotten back um for Lunar. Photoshopping my face on a hot dog? No. Even though I'm that great? You don't have my face. It's hidden in a lamp. Literally. Let me tell you all. I have been... Me and, my, me and my girlfriend have this thing of buying weird shirts. Uh-huh. We love weird sh- Uh, She has a shirt with... It has worm on... It's like a bunch of worms on the string. And then it says like, oh yeah, it's worm time, baby. <laughs> what? I love this. Okay. I love this shirt so much. But I'm going to start get, stepping up my game. So I found this shirt. I'm going to see if I can find it. Hold on. Um, but the idea behind it is I really want a shirt that just screams just absolute, like, just absolute gross. Like, n- like not gross, but like. Just it me. It screams me. And you so this words DMJ. You got them. I, They're in there. I I know. But uh, uh DMJ with the lunar lamp beanie and the uh but I, I need this I'm going with Peppa Pig what? superimposed on a Gucci logo. Alright. Like that's my shirt. Like that's my aesthetic. I question. Like, I wanna everything. get Peppa I saw another one where on the back it was like co- it was a coach bag thing. But it was like it was a it was a pop socket. But it was it was Peppa Pig with Coach and Peppa Pig's nose coming out of where the uh, like out of the Coach logo. Boy, I would be down for all this. I would. What I'm hearing is classic children cartoons mixed with designer brands. What I'm hearing is Peppa Pig shirt, uh, lunar lamp beanie. Uh, G, some, yes. some like would... backpack, GR, GR like wristband. That's your that's your gamer moment. Look, you're gonna stream with that. No, no, because heartbeat. Because I'm gonna take. Because my idea is like I'm gonna go full post Malone, glasses upside down. Everywhere I go, steal his look. Question. I'm gonna get my... How would you turn lunar lamp into a beanie if it is basically the shape of a cylinder? No, because you got to do it gaudy. You have to do it terribly. So how I would do it was I would literally just get that picture with a white background and stretch it. (sighs) 
so it would look terrible. Like the whole idea is my life is lo-fi. Speaking of the times that DMJ derails Lunar and uh, turns the topic that he was going to talk about into a topic that he really wanted to talk about. My shirt would be a Winnie the Pooh shirt. That would get me banned in China. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so Lunar, uh, hoodies. Yeah. Um, the, so the, the reason that, like, there's a few different reasons why we just haven't gone ahead and done them. Um... One is, if we do a hoodie, I don't want it screen printed. Like, the, the other, our other two shirts are screen printed, and screen printing is fine for something like a t-shirt, but for a hoodie, I think it needs to be a little more substantial. So I've been trying to look around and figure out who does, like, some sort of, like, I struggled with the term trying to figure out, like, what to search for even, but, like, embroidery or some sort of, like, um... Like, if you take, like, varsity letters and you, you stick them on a shirt or you, you, like, stitch them in or something, like, I had, I had to look up and figure out what exactly that's called, and I think I've got it. Uh, ironically, I don't remember what it's called, but it's in my history. I'll go back and look at it later. Um, but I figured out there's a couple of different shops that we can look at to um, to do something like that. Uh, something that's a little a little more... Well, I guess higher quality and durable than just screen printing, which screen printing, if you don't know, is the process of taking like literally a a screen and pressing ink through it in the shape of whatever the print is. And that's how it gets stuck to the shirt, basically. So something like this, we'd actually have like cutouts of fabric letters uh, and those letters being I I would just I would really like I, I feel like we've mentioned this before. I really would like something like a like a varsity letter style um just something that says Gensoku radio over the front something like it's got like you know imagine like geno on, on one side then you've got the zipper and then um s k y o i have to figure out how did i spell that again okay um but, but you get it so like it's it's um it kind of pops out like it's got it should have some sort of like uh like a tactileness to it it kind of stands out a little bit from the the rest of the the shirt and then maybe like the word radio like just stitched in or, or something like that um maybe figure out how to incorporate like a since 2011 thing or something i don't know um but that's kind of like my main idea and then as far as colors thinking like we, we've we've done a black shirt we've done a navy shirt um i would i think like maybe some, maybe something like a like a dark heather you know how it's kind of like it's not just one straight um not one straight color but it's kind of like a got variation to it you know what Brilliant. i mean um something like that or maybe just kind of stick to maybe a navy again i'm not sure um tell me what you what you think guys because i mean we're looking for feedback and obviously if we're thinking of doing something like this we would definitely need your support um so the way that we have done these you know, things like shirts and mugs and stickers in the past maybe not quite so much the stickers because it's a cheaper option overall but um we usually end up doing some sort of pre-order at the front of it um and that literally just helps to fund for the manufacturing and shipping and everything of the initial batch with something like hoodies i feel like we probably wouldn't be able to have very much in in stock so to speak it would be kind of a we'll do an order and then anyone who wants to pre-order for that batch contributes, 
and then after that, um, if we have anything left over, I guess we'll try to get some, like, I, I don't, couldn't say how many exactly we would have left over after the initial pre-order. Um, yeah. So it's, it's tricky in that way. Um, the other thing is it would be a higher value item um, for a couple different reasons. One is hoodies, sweatshirts in general just weigh more. So they take up more volume, they weigh more, they cost more to ship, um, and all of that. You can fit fewer of them inside of one container, so they just cost more in that way um, for manufacturing and for shipping and all of the above, basically. And the other thing is we would intentionally be going for something a little higher quality. Um, so gone would be the the Gildan cotton hoodie we wouldn't we would we would specifically try to find some other um brand or textile type you know something that feels different um probably a little higher quality than that um i think the gilded cotton for the for the most part is okay for like a like a vanity shirt like what we've been doing but for something like a hoodie i would want to step it up a little bit um yeah and then with all that said like just the process would end up costing more and stuff so um with all that said, they would be more than t-shirts, just that's the way it would be, and if uh, if enough people are interested, then we can get this thing rolling, but first and foremost, I need to come up with a design, I need to figure out uh, what I'm going to get quoted for so that I know what to uh, work on for, uh, for pre-orders. We need to put a number out there. I'm... my... Far, like far out guess, and this could obviously change, is it's probably going to be somewhere in the ballpark of 50 to 60 US for something like this, for an item like this, just because it's custom, it's more weighty, it's more bulky, it's all of the above. And especially with the, was it like, I think it's like twill something or other, uh, tackle twill or something like that, is one of the ways you can do it. Embroidery is another. There's a few different ways that we can go about actually accomplishing the look that we're going for but before any of that i want to design something and, and pass it off to to you guys for your feedback so that's where it will begin so let us know what you think what do you guys think here i love that now if you're going to do it we need to make sure we whatever we get we need to test the actual material because these are jackets we have to make sure they're warming because i mean you live in minnesota that's basically the antarctic let me hey now <laughs> no, let, let, let me put it a different way um the i've got a discord hoodie a partner hoodie um they just sent it to me and that specifically i think is california fleece or something like that it's actually a thinner material but it's really that's nice because you can wear it even in sort of the warmer months too and you don't get too warm but when it is cold it it covers you up and it's it's like really nice and soft on the inside like you know kind of sort of a fleece material right um i would really like something like that um it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be like that bulky like like a thick sweatshirt you know what i mean like it, it could be something a little thinner i feel like maybe maybe you think differently well I, it's just that because like, I have that same type of hoodie uh -huh. uh, because uh, the same people that make the Twitch hoodie is the same people that also made the 
the um, brown man hoodies. Mm-hmm. And I actually like them. They're kind of warm. But I have other and it's from uh that's from the NFL that for of all things I'm a Browns fan. Mm-hmm. Um that's actually like it's like it's like the perfect like if it gets below 32 as long as I'm not pushing up on 20 I'm going to be good in this. Mm. All right. Yeah. So things to think about overall yeah. for all of us and for all of you out there. And if you're not interested in paying that much potentially for something or going in on a pre-order like we do with the pre-order thing and it effectively means that you're going to be waiting up to a month or two to to get what you ordered but uh we've done this before and i obviously people trust us to to return something so um and above all else we really want to see these things happen so (laughs) uh dmj and i are i think pretty excited about the idea and hopefully you guys are too Remember, right. guys, first they start with hoodies, then we get the Lunar Lamp beanies. <laughs> All right. Well, I actually have to get going. I have to go pick up my girlfriend. Um, so Excellent. And uh, so that's about the end I'll of the show. I'll talk to you guys later. Yeah. Well, have right, fun. Later. Bye, thanks, guys. Video. Bye, chat. Bye-bye. Thanks, DMJ. And thanks to everyone out there for listening tonight. So you can soak your live number 85. Uh, thanks to our guests. We got, you know, Flat, General Sane, Wanamingo. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, I want my beanie. Yeah. Well, the the beanie actually <laughs> that would that would be an easier option, and I think the only option sensibly would be embroidery. Uh, for lunar lamp beanie. We'd probably just have like a little like one color logo or something on there. That'd be kind of neat. Oh, All have, stuff just to ponder. Should have asked about. them this question though. What color would you want the beanie to be? Things to think about. Rainbow. That's correct. For, for the next Rainbow time. Rainbow plus. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone out there, for uh, listening. Live number 85 here. I am Lunar for Zara, Nano, DMJ, and uh, myself, yeah, and all of our guests here. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>